Aren't you thankful? You can trust in Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, um, when Scarlett was reading Philippians 4.19, made me think. I want to pull it up here. And I know there's a lot of, a lot of Greek people around here. <laughs> but, but, um, I have a friend that's a Greek scholar. And I was talking about this one day just in a small group. And later he, he handed me a note and he said, I just wanted to give you this. I said, okay. He said, this is how the actual from the Greek Bible reads. When he, cause anyway, that's what he does. <laughs> And it says this, But my God will supply your needs so completely that He will eliminate all your deficiencies. He will meet all your physical and tangible needs until you are so full that you have no more capacity to hold anything else. He will supply all your needs until you are totally filled, packed full, overflowing to the point of bursting at the seams and spilling over. Hallelujah! Isn't that good? That is awesome. I love that. So when she read that verse, it just made me think of that. I have it on my phone so I can refer to it when I want to. <laughs> Amen. So, I, you know, sometimes it's just really uplifting and encouraging to get the, the true meaning of what the Scripture is saying. And uh, that just really blessed me. I'm going to let you lay that over there, please. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord forever. (laughs) Praise God. Well, you know, I'm going to try to go some more (laughs) with what we started last night. (laughs) If the Holy Spirit don't lead us a different direction like He did last night. (laughs) But that's okay too, isn't it? (laughs) Hallelujah. I, uh, uh, was just so blessed to, uh, to be here last night and to enjoy the presence of the Lord and the move of the Holy Spirit, weren't you? Yes. And I believe He will continue to bless us this day as we have open hearts to Him. And the key is to be open to Him, to what He is saying to you, you know. As I'm sharing the word, the Holy Spirit is going to be sharing different things to different ones of you because of your situation or how you're believing God or what you need to have understanding of. Amen? And that's why I'm so grateful for the Holy Spirit because He does that so good. (laughs) Praise God. And anyway, we were talking last night about the Holy Spirit and about that infilling of the Holy Spirit. And that enables us to be and mature in God. That's what the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit is for, is for us. He's the one that helps us mature or grow in God. And we talked about the fruit of the Spirit, which, uh, excuse me, which, uh, is important in our life. It is the, the characteristic are the character of, of Father God and the Lord Jesus, and that's how we are to be. We are to be like Him, right? So we talked about that. We talked about how important it was to understand that that indwelling presence was there for that purpose, to grow us in that. <clears throat> because one thing is for sure, if we're not depending on the Holy Spirit <laughs> to perfect us or mature us, then we're trying to be holy in our own strength. And what does that do? That gets us into works. <laughs> and God says that, that, uh, you know, works are abomination to Him. Yeah, they are. Hallelujah. Yeah. And unfortunately what happened to Israel, you know, they got into works instead of hearing God and following God. And, um, we have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So that we can depend on Him. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So we have that indwelling presence. But also as we're filled with the Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, then there is an empowerment. Or it comes upon us to empower us to reach out to bless others. 
So the indwelling is for you, and the overpouring, the overpouring, the empowering is for to flow through you to reach out to bless others. And in the same time, at the same time, you're growing. Hallelujah. And maturing. Why? Because you're uh, studying the Word, you're following the Word, you're listening to the Holy Spirit, and you're not only growing yourself, but you're reaching out to bless others to help them grow. Amen. Praise God. And that is so, so important uh, for us to recognize, especially in this day, because there's so many that need help. So many. They're reaching out. They're looking. They don't know what they need, really, when it comes right down to it. But they know that they're, 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 there's an emptiness, and they're searching. And Jesus is who fills that emptiness, hallelujah, and the fullness of his word. So, you know, the Spirit of God is strong. Uh and if you think that the Holy Spirit can't put you over, if you don't think the Holy Spirit can't put you over, then something's wrong with you. Because the Word plainly says that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is the strongest Spirit on the earth. In the earth, however you want to say it. And He lives in us. So if He's the strongest Spirit in the earth, and He lives in us, then we're the strongest believer. I'm not just a hearer of the word. I am a believer of the word. I'm a believing believer. There's a, there are people that say they believe, but they, they're not believing. <laughs> but I am a believing believer. Hallelujah. And I like to say that because it, it gets a point across. It's one thing to be a believer, but it's another thing to be a believing believer. Hallelujah. So the Spirit of God is very strong. I mean, He raised Jesus from the dead, did He not? Hallelujah. And in Genesis it says, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the earth. Why was the Holy Spirit hovering over the earth? Because He is the action behind the Father's will. And as our Father God in faith spoke forth what He desired, the Holy Spirit here on the earth caused it to come to be. Hallelujah. So when you have the word in you and you speak that word out in faith, then the Holy Spirit is the one who's taking those words and causing them not to return void into your life. But they continually work. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we need this power in our lives. Not only to be the witness that God said we are to be, but for us to live a strong life and a holy life before God. Hallelujah. We need that what I call, I call it glory strength. We need that glory strength. Hallelujah. Within us. Because, uh, we can't do it all by ourselves and we can't do it alone. He calls us together. That's the reason it's, it's so difficult right now, I believe. And it's worse in some areas than others of, of the churches and the restrictions they put on churches because as believers we need that coming together. However, God created all people to need someone. We're not created to be islands unto ourselves. And so we need that interaction with other people. We need that interaction, especially uh, with those of like faith. Because what does it do? It inspires us. It encourages us. Because when we're together with people of like faith, we hear testimonies. We hear the continuance of the Word of God. And it enlightens us, it uplifts us, and it releases the joy that is within us to come forth. Yes. Praise God. So, it's important. And you know the Holy Spirit is so precious. And, and just like this morning in the times of worship, the presence of the Lord just fills the place. Hallelujah. And I love the presence of the Lord. I tell people all the time, I made the decision a long time ago, I don't go anywhere without the peace of God and the presence of God. Hallelujah. Just don't do it. Hallelujah. (laughs) Because why? Because that keeps us settled, keeps us confident in knowing who we are, and we can act on the word and not be reactors in this earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, I want to read these scriptures in Acts, the second chapter, 
Let's see here. I think I got it marked so I don't have to. Um, in Acts, the second chapter, I want you to look at this. Uh, it's talking about the saints that had received the Holy Spirit. In verse 42, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, and it says, and then fear uh, came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. That means that, that fear is not talking about afraid, it's talking about an awesomeness or a reverence toward God, a respect toward God. And and as as the Spirit of God in the apostles saw this, then, you know, they began to deliver then the miracles and uh <clears throat> the signs and wonders. Hallelujah. But one thing I want you to take to see here is early, early believers, you know, their life was no different than ours. They had their struggles just like we have our struggles. Maybe a little different because of the dispensation we're living in, but they had them. Right. You know, they, uh, <laughs> and they, but people recognized, and this is what I want you to see, People recognized that they were different and understood that they had been with God. And it wasn't because they yelled and laughed and jumped and, and whatever and used religious terms, you know. You ever heard somebody come up to someone that really is not learned in the things of the Lord and say, you know, uh, I have a word of wisdom for you. Well, that person don't have a clue what you're talking about and it makes them you know, kind of stand back and think, is this a weirdo? Well, that's not, that, that is not how you approach someone, even if you do have a word of wisdom. If you know that they're not learning in the word or in the things of the Holy Spirit, you simply greet them and talk with them and say, I just feel like I want to share this with you. Yes. Right, right. That way they stay open. To what the Spirit of God is wanting to say to them. We have to learn that sometimes, um, <laughs> we cannot, in areas and in places, we cannot use our, I call it our religion, or our religious talk, to affect us, because it keeps us from being as effective as we need to be out here in the earth. So we need to be careful about that. Uh, but these people here, right here in Acts 2, they went about doing good works and witnessing, witnessing, hallelujah, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and that's what we are to do. And like I say, they're no different from us. And in that, um, there's another scripture I want to, I want to read here going down to verse 46 and it says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. Hallelujah. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Praise God. So what's he saying here? He is saying to us that, you know, the continuing daily uh, effect that we have one with another, being with one another. In other words, he said daily in the temple and then going from house to house and breaking bread. That means they went from house to house and fellowshiped and visited with one another and talked about what God was doing in their life. And that kept them uplifted, that kept their joy flowing, and kept them aware that they were following God and God loved them and He was operating and doing things in their life that they could not do on their own. But they had the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. And that's what we need to see today because the Holy Spirit in so many churches has become so lax. And in traveling, I travel quite a bit, and in traveling, uh, 
You know, I have noticed in some churches, they don't even talk about the Holy Spirit. They don't even mention the Holy Spirit. And when they pray, they never pray in tongues. Listen, praying in tongues is so imperative in our lives. But it's like, okay, we, we want the direction of the Holy Spirit. Well, we're not going to talk about you. Well, I found out the more you talk about the Holy Spirit, the more He demonstrates. And then we need to recognize that we need Him. We need to talk about Him so we have the demonstration in our life of who He is. Praise God. And that's what these people here, right here in Acts, these saints of God, that's what they did. They availed themselves one to another, fellowshipping, Sharing what God was doing, what God had done, what He, they knew that He was going to continue to do. And it was in the same simplicity of their heart. Yes. <laughs> Why? Just the love of God in their heart. Just yes. simply loving God. Simply wanting to obey God and see the miracles and the signs and wonders that He could perform because they were obedient to Him and they knew they needed the Holy Ghost because they needed that power. They were aware that there was a power that came upon them when they received the infilling with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Praise God. And, you know, even as a child, when I received the Holy Spirit, I was so aware of the power of God. So aware of it. And I knew there was power in that spirit, that Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And I was only nine years old, but that that doesn't matter your age. What matters is that you're aware and you keep that awareness. And you're going to keep that awareness by praying in tongues. Hallelujah. Speaking in tongues. Glory to God. So the presence and power of God pulsated this church here in Acts. And that's what God desires for us. He desires that His presence and His power pulsates in the churches. You know, it's not hidden. You know, I've been several, uh, a few places where they've told me, now I know that your ministry is about the Holy Spirit, but we don't talk about it in this main service. We have a room where anybody's interested after service he can go to. Well, since when is the Holy Spirit separated? From God the Father and Jesus the Son. He's not. That's right. Amen. He is not. And Jesus plainly tells us in, in John that He is the one that's going to bring everything to our remembrance when we need it. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit's important. And 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 you know what's happened in, in those incidents is it, it, it really curbs somebody like me, (laughs) in what you can do, you're limited because they don't want the move of the Holy Spirit. They don't want the demonstration of the Holy Spirit because they're so afraid of offending someone. Well, my Bible says that the demonstration of the Holy Spirit is what draws people, what gets their attention. Those miracles and signs and wonders is what gets people's attention. That's what we need to be having in our churches and in the body of Christ because it draws their attention. They want to know more. They want to see more. They recognize this really works. This is truth. And that's what people are seeking, even though they don't know it. They're seeking truth. They want truth. And all these signs and wonders and miracles that we're supposed to be operating in is what brings that truth to them and makes them realize there is a God. And he does do miracles. He does do signs and wonders. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise God. And, and you know, in that, that outpouring or that empowering of the Holy Spirit, there, there comes the, the nine gifts of the Spirit that can operate through us by the Spirit of God as He wills. But we have to be yielded and use our faith to exercise in it. And I think you all know, uh, all of this, but it's important to hear it again. Amen. Stir up our pure minds to remembrance. Hallelujah. And, uh, of course, it's the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, <coughs> excuse me, the gift of faith, the gifts of healings, uh, the working of miracles, prophecies, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and interpretation <coughs> of tongues. And that's in 1 Corinthians 12. 
And when we uh, understand that this is the gifts of the Spirit, and this is what God wants in our lives, uh, what happened? You know, a lot of times these manifestations begin to happen just in our worship. Worshiping God. Worshiping Him and magnifying Him. Then He begins to show His uh, manifestations of the Spirit and give them to us. And those manifestations of the Spirit is for every believer that has received the Holy Spirit. And even those that are born again, they have the Holy Spirit living living on the inside of them. So if they if they are key to the Holy Spirit living living on the inside of them, they listen and things happen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. And I, I you know, as I was <laughs> looking at some of this, uh, I was thinking about, and I just brought out different things, and I won't go into detail, but talk about. Um, you remember the earthquake that happened when Paul and Silas were in in jail praising God. What happened? The place was shaken. The earthquake came. The place was shaken. The jail doors were open. Hallelujah. What is that? That's working in miracles. What were they doing? They were worshiping and praising God. <laughs> and then you go on and you see that uh, another place in, in the epistles talks about Peter's shadow healing people. Wow. What is that? That's the gifts of healings. Amen. You know, and it goes on and talks about uh, uh, Paul raising someone from the dead that, you know, he fell asleep and fell out of the window. <laughs> What is that? That involves the gift of faith and the working of miracles. All these things. And then in Acts 13, I don't know if you remember this or not, but it's the gift of discerning of spirits and working of miracles operated when Paul said to uh, Elimus, the sorcerer, he said, You are a child of the devil, an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. You will never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord. Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind. And for a time, you will be unable to see the light of the sun. Wow. Why? Because this man was was uh, following the devil is what I call it. I mean, that's who it is. He's following Satan. And he's not listening to what's being said to follow God. And so... What happens? Bad comes upon him (laughs) because he's not walking in the goodness of God. But this happens through the discerning of spirits and the working of miracles. Wow. So the early Christians, they did, you know, heal the sick, cast out demons, and raise the dead. They operated in the gifts of the Spirit. And unbelievers then saw the presence and power of God in their lives and flocked to join that community. Wow. Huh. I think that's just, uh, uh, it's awesome to me. And I think that it's, 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 it's interesting that it says in Acts 19, Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. The Greek word that translates special or unusual means not the ordinary. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's not the ordinary when someone's shadow heals somebody. Right. Don't you? I don't think that's the ordinary. <laughs> so I think that uh, that was definitely unusual. But God is moving in that way in the earth today. He said to me during the pandemic, he said, my spirit's moving stronger than it's ever moved and it's going to continue to move strong, so get ready. What does that mean? We get understanding through the Word of God in every area we can. That means we get our house in order. That means we have everything in order and we're ready to follow God. And do what God says. And operate in the fullness of what He has given to us through the Word and the Holy Spirit. And I tell you what, those that are, that are willing to continue to speak the truth of the word 
and follow forth by the Holy Spirit and keeping themselves full, praying in tongues and listening to the Holy Spirit, they're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. So that doesn't have to come from the pulpit. Anybody. Everybody. As they yield to the Holy Spirit, these things are going to happen. So expect it. Keep your expector turned on, like I said last night. Expect it. Expect it to happen. You don't seek the gifts, you seek the giver. And you thank God, that's why you keep your fellowship with Him. Because then you continually thank Him that I'm yielded to you. I'm a vessel unto you and whatever you desire, I will do. By faith I will reach out and do that which you ask. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have to be willing. (laughs) You have to be willing. And unfortunately there's too many in the body of Christ that aren't willing. Why? Because they're in fear. And you can't operate in faith if you're in fear. You cannot. (laughs) So you have to uh, understand that that's why it's important that we study the Word. We meditate the Word. It's why it's important that we... Let me sit here. (laughs) That we... Do what God is saying to us. That we know that we know that we know the voice of the Holy Spirit. We know when He speaks and we are quick to obey. And willing to obey. (laughs) It's one thing to obey, but it's another thing to be willing. You know, uh, and those of you who have been around my dad, you've heard my dad say this. He said, you know, when God instructed me to leave the pastorate and travel... uh, uh, you know, travel and minister. He said, I, I was obedient. But he said, in my heart, there was not that willingness. You know, I continually thought, I wish I could stay home. I wish I could do or whatever. But, and there was a few things that weren't working that God had said. And so he went to the Lord and the Lord, and the Lord told him, he said, well, he said, yes, you're obedient, but you have not been willing. Right. And, and those of you that know my dad, he said, didn't take me long to get willing. Didn't take me long to get willing. Because I wanted the things that God had promised to happen in my life. Hallelujah. And that's where we need to be. You know, the Lord instructed me a couple of years ago. He said, I want you to have quarterly meetings in your home where you invite ministers to come in and I usually do it like a Monday night and a Tuesday morning. And uh, so that you can just share with them, share stories, share the truths, something I give you, you share with them, and then impart anointings unto them. And so it took me a while to get into that. I wanted to do it. You know, I wanted to be obedient. But the willingness, I, you know, because your mind... You know, and I, I said, well, Lord, who am I? I? I'm just a servant like everybody else serving you and, and, and doing what you've asked me to do. And he said, you're not thinking highly enough of yourself and respecting the callings and gifts that I've placed within you. Oh, well, that's kind of a low blow, you know. <laughs> I thought, oh, Lord, I, I, well, I didn't think I said, oh, Lord, I am so sorry, you know, and uh, for entertaining those thoughts, you know. I highly respect the gifts and graces that you place within my life. Amen. And I desire to follow through in them. And uh, so uh, I, got, I got willing. So I had my first one last year, last September. And, you know, God is so faithful. He is so faithful. And we are so blessed when we are willing and obedient yes. to do that which he has asked of us. And so, uh, you know, it's just a precious time. And when I had that first one, we were, we were praying, sitting there in my living room praying, just praying in the Holy Ghost. And uh, it, it was just, he said, and he said to me, he said, I want them to come and feel as if they're in the living room with me. Wow, amen. So, uh, you know, that is just awesome to sit in the living room with God. Hallelujah. 
So I've been availing myself to that, and I will have my third one here in May. And, you know, I, I try to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to, to uh, bring the ones in at different times that I feel God is saying this is who needs to come or whatever. And uh, y'all help me listen to the voice and pray for me to listen to the voice of God and, and grow my lips because, you know, there's people and ministers especially out there. These are ministers that come to my home. Uh, there's ministers out there, they just need that, that close touch. Yes. From God that they don't get, they don't, they, they're not around anywhere where they get that. Right. And um, so, anyway, so that's an area you can pray for me because I want to bring in the right people at the right time. Because God's timing is everything. I try not to do anything out of the timing of God, Amen. and it's, it's so important, so important. So anyway, so I've been doing that. And you know what has blessed me so? I probably get blessed more than anybody else. <laughs> but it has blessed me. Whoops. It has blessed me to know, you know, that God is using me in that way. And I had this this person say to me, they said, well, you're old and you know a lot. You've been around. And, and I said, I'm old. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> And then they laughed and they said, well, you're older. <laughs> and, I, and you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's how you, you see yourself and how you appropriate, you know, the things of God in your life. And I'll tell you, I don't know what 80 is supposed to feel like, but I don't feel 80, you know. Uh, in some people's mind, if you're 80, then you're decrepit and, you know, you can't think for yourself and blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not the case, is it? No, it's not. Look at it, Ruby there. It's not the case, right? <laughs> because we've got the life of God in us. We've got the life of God in us. Glory to God. And that life brings life unto our being. Praise God. So, uh, I, I try to obey that, you know, and, and do what God is saying. And, um, and then I will say this, I'm on Facebook every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time, uh, teaching on the Holy Spirit. I'm actually teaching out of my book, Overflowing with the Holy Spirit. So I do that every Thursday morning at 10 Central Time. So if you want to join in, come on Facebook and, and, uh, just hear the tr- teaching of the Word of God, uh, that I'm, I'm giving forth from my book, Overflowing with the, the with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Amen. It's been a blessing. Uh, I've enjoyed doing it, you know. Actually, before the pandemic, he had asked me to start a Bible study in my home um, once a week. And I was preparing for that, and then all of a sudden you couldn't do anything, you know. Right. And so I just said, Lord, well, I want to be obedient, and I'm willing. And so then he led me and prepared me, and we were able to do it. And go on Facebook. So I've continued that uh, on Facebook because you reach more people that way, you know. And we've had had an excellent uh, following, and and God is blessing us. Praise God. So anyway, that's just for your information. If you want to join in, praise God. Uh, it's just real simple and and very low key, and and uh, just sharing uh, from my book. And uh, But the presence of God is there. Why? Because the Word of God and the Holy Spirit's there. Praise God. So anyway, but these are things that just sharing about my life that you can appropriate in your life and see that whatever desire you have, you can do it when you're willing and uh, obedient to do that which God is saying. It may be just a very simple thing. And I've used this illustration many times, but it's such a good one to show uh, the simple leading of the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, the working of the gifts of the Spirit. This was many, many years ago. My children were still at home. Now I have (laughs) great-grandchildren. 
but my children were at home. And I was in the grocery store, and you know, I had my list, and I only had so much time, you know, you're focused on what you got to get done. And so I I was involved in my list looking for things, and I realized this person passed me going down the aisle, but I didn't pay any attention. And I got on, uh, got almost to get ready to go on the next aisle, and the Spirit of God said to me, He said, now when you go around that corner, He said, that lady that passed you, she's going to be in the same aisle. And he said, when you get just about even with her, I want you to look her in the eyes and smile. And I said, well, Lord, that's kind of, you know, I don't know the word I use, but just kind of simple. And he said, well, just do it. I said, okay. So when she got about even with me, I looked her right in the eye and I smiled. And when I did... She just smiled so big and tears started coming down her face. Wow. And I said, ma'am, are you okay? And she said, I'm fine. You just don't understand. She said, We've been have, I've been having such a hard time at home and some hard things happening. And she said, I haven't smiled or laughed in three weeks. Wow. And she said, there was just something that glowed in your face and about you when you smiled that I couldn't help but smile back at you. And it just, it just blessed me, she said. And it helped me so. And I said, well, you know, that's the love of Jesus coming forth. And she said, yes, I do. I said, do you know Jesus? She said, yes, I do, but I haven't been following him. I said, well, honey, you know, this is, this is a sign to you that God loves you and He desires for you to fellowship with Him and walk with Him. Yes. I said, will you do me a favor? And she said, yes, I will. I said, will you find a church that is loving and kind and is teaching the Word that you will go to so that you can get, begin to get back in fellowship with God and the Lord Jesus and follow Him and bring your family into the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. She said, yes, I will do that. I believe that's right and I will do it. So I said, okay. And so I didn't think any more about it, you know. And I didn't say, well, you can't, you need to come to my church. You know, I didn't say that. I said, you, will you do me a favor? You know, find a church and get into it so that you can begin your fellowship back with the Lord and your family come into the saving knowledge of, of the Lord. Because it was through her husband and some things because they weren't born again. And she wasn't following God. So about three, I think it was about three weeks, maybe four, but I think it was about three weeks later, I was up front speaking to some people, and this usher came up and said, I have a lady here that wishes to speak to you. Would you would you talk with her? And I said, sure. So this lady came up, and I didn't even recognize her. And she said, you don't recognize me, do you? And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I don't. She said, well, you remember the lady in the grocery store you smiled out? And I said, oh, yes, I do. She said, well, that was me. I said, well, praise God. I said, it's so good to see you. She said, well, I want to tell you. She said, you just shared with me to find a church that was loving and taught the word. And she said, you know, we don't live very far from here. So this church, we felt, was the first place to try. And she said, my husband was willing. Wow. And she said, we came in and everybody was so full of love and so kind and so cheerful and and helped us so much. She said, my husband's got born again. My children got born again in, in the children's services. And she said, we are just doing so good and I'm so grateful. And I said, grateful to God. Grateful. Be grateful to God and thank Him every day. And she said, we are already starting to grow so much. She said, my husband has not ever been in church, and he knows nothing. She said, so in some ways it's easier for him to receive than me. But she said, because he doesn't have anything to unlearn, you know. But she said, I'm learning, and he's learning, and we're doing so much better. Thank you so much. And I said, well, you just need to thank the Father God and always be grateful. Well, that was just from a simple act. A simple act. But it's what God asks. 
You never know from the simplicity of things, no matter how simple it seems, of what may come about or come to pass with you being willing and obedient to those simple things in life. You know, the Lord keeps telling me all the time, He said, my gospel is simple. I made it simple for everyone to be able to understand and follow. But He said, it's their minds that gets them in trouble and causes them not to see the simplicity of the Word. My, my, my. My, 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 help us. That's why there's so much in the Word about renewing your mind. (laughs) Because you have to keep your mind renewed so that your mind has understanding when you begin to uh, release what the Spirit of God and the Word of God within from you, from your mouth. And your mind still sometimes don't want to accept it. And you have to go to the Word and speak that Word and read that Word and get your keep your mind renewed. That's why meditation is so important. Because that meditation helps you keep your mind renewed. Not only that, in that meditation so much, so many times, you know, there's scriptures that I've read for years. But I just, excuse me, feel impressed to meditate on this scripture today. And as I begin to meditate on that scripture, I begin to see things I hadn't seen before. And it's so awesome. And, and, And I'm so thankful, you know. But it's, again, taking time to meditate the Word of God, taking time to hear the voice of the Spirit. Like I said last night, He's always speaking. Always speaking. We're so busy with busyness, we don't always hear Him and we don't always listen. So we have to make the determination. But I'm not so busy that I can't hear the voice of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah, because he is here to help me. And I draw on him. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank God for his wisdom. Thank God for uh, he's an advocate for me. Hallelujah. Thank God for his protection. Hallelujah. There are so so many times God has protected us that we're aware of and that we're not aware of. I remember one time, how many of you have the little rabbit pass of what way you go to certain places? (laughs) And I had my little rabbit path the way I went to the office. And um, I uh, was on my way to the office. And um, I got the left-hand lane where I turned at this road and the Spirit of the Lord said, don't go this way. Don't go that way today. Wow. And I said, well, Lord, I always go this way. It's shorter, you know. And I was always in a hurry. And uh, he said, no, don't go that way today. And I said, well, okay. So I looked, and there wasn't any cars coming, so I got back over out of the left turn lane and got in the lane and went straight. And it took me a little longer to get to the office, so I wasn't there at my usual time, usual time I got there, you know. And so when I walked in the office, everybody was like, oh, we're so glad you're here. And I said, what? Why? What's wrong? You know? And they said, well, uh, someone just came into the office and said um, there had been a horrible accident. Someone was killed and several people seriously injured at such and such a place. And she said, we really got upset because we knew that's the way you came to the office and you weren't here and we were just concerned, you know, you might be in that accident. Well, I guess I would have been if I hadn't listened to the Spirit of God. But thank God. Thank God I listened. Thank God He spoke to me and I listened. Hallelujah. But that's how He works and operates in our lives. But we just have to know Him on that level. Just know Him. Fellowship Him. Know that He is everything to me. Jesus said He would be. Hallelujah. Oh my. Praise God. I don't know where I am in my notes, but anyway, I'll pull this back a little bit. But anyway, the gifts of the Spirit 
are important in our lives. And they're for every believer. And when it comes right down to it, they're very simple. When you know God and you believe Him and you believe when He says for you to do something, that it's going to happen. You know, I was in New York, um, I guess three, maybe four years ago now. I was in, uh, uh, in fact, the hotel we stayed in was just right there by uh, the um, the new museum and everything they built from yeah. from 9/11, you know. Right. And uh, so that service that night, uh, at the end of the service, I was calling out some healings, and the Lord was had had instantly healed a couple of people, and and uh, they were rejoicing and. And God was just working, you know. And um, this lady came up, and, and I had heard the little boy in service, but I didn't pay much attention, you know, uh, make a few noises. But I hadn't, you know, you're involved in what you're doing. <laughs> and so she came up, and he was autistic severely. And he couldn't talk, and uh, he, he, you know, communicated through... Uh, hand through his hands and uh, so she said I really need prayer and she's a single mom and I would like for you to pray for my son so there's this anointing that came on me and I knew it was different and I knew it was the gifts of healings flowing and the gift of faith and I laid my hands on him I laid my hands right here which most kids that are, are, are autistic don't like that. But that's what God said do. And he, he didn't move. He just stood there. And I said, and I took authority over the spirit of infirmity that was harassing his body. That was the first thing the Spirit of God had me do. And then I spoke forth the healing power to flow in his body. And the Lord then started giving me direction and instruction to the mother. And I said to her, I said, okay, I said, now, you say, and I, I forgot his name, oh dear, anyway, you say, and call his name, I thank God that the healing power went into him and he is the healed in the whole. And I will see a difference continually. I said, when you wake up in the morning, you say that. When you go to bed at night, you say that. And I said, you continue that, and you will see the complete uh, healing of this child. And you can already tell a difference in him just standing there. So uh, then I went on. I ministered to some other people. And so the next morning in service, uh, he was there, and he was a lot quieter. And he, he, you know, and he was more well-behaved. And um, I was there on a Saturday night and a Sunday morning. And so then I went home. And the pastor called me Monday afternoon. He said, he calls me Mama Pat. He said, I have to tell you. He said, I have to tell you. He said, when uh, the mother is doing what you said do about speaking forth what you told her to speak when she goes to bed and when she gets up in the morning. And she said when she got up in the morning, she was in the kitchen uh, fixing breakfast and she just set the table and set um, the little boy's orange juice. I think he was about nine. Orange juice uh, on the table. And she said, you see when he came in, he'd just throw fit and spill orange juice everywhere and just carry on. She said, but he came down the hall and, and he sat down at the table and drank his orange juice and looked at his mom. Well, first of all, he passed his, no, not in the beginning. Then he sat down and he said, hi, mom. And she said, good morning, you know, and she, she just tried to act like nothing usual, but she was so excited. Good morning. I wish I could remember his name. But anyway, and he sat there and ate, ate his breakfast. And another thing, he was all dressed. And usually, they, they, you know, when she, she'd have to go in and try to dress him, and as fast as she'd put it on, he'd take it off, you know, just, just a hassle. And she said he came in fully dressed, and she said when he finished 
his breakfast, he got up and he started back down the hall and his sister was coming down the hall and he said, hi. And so he spoke to her. Wow. And so then later in the afternoon, uh, her mom had called her to see how things were. And so she was telling him and he came up and he wanted to say hi to his grandmother. So he got the phone and he said, hi. And, of course, everybody's just so excited. And and for weeks and months, this, the pastor would call me and tell me the progress. And, and it's just so exciting. Yeah. But you have to be willing to do what God says. God began right then. Those gifts of healings working in, in that young man by the spirit of faith uh, or the gift of faith that came upon me. But, you know, sometimes there's a process. You don't see in the Bible uh, everything was instant. You know, he said, as you go. Right. Or when you go to the pot, to the river and you do what I told you to do. You know? So the God, God had given her instructions of what to do. And, and it's things like that that when you learn to follow the Holy Spirit yeah. and then you give instructions and that person you give instructions to continues with those instructions, you see the completed yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. And one of the purposes for that is to continually build your faith. This was a single mom and she hadn't been filled with the Spirit very long and a lot of this was new to her. And God was working on her behalf because of her situation and what she needed and the help that she needed. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. He loves us so much. <laughs> that proves that He's a God of love, right? right? He loves us so much. He does everything we, He can to bring understanding to us and make it easy for us to follow forth with what He is saying to receive what He has already given to us. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. Thank God that He loves us so much that He gave the Holy Spirit to us. Hallelujah. Well, none of that's in my notes, so I don't know where I am. (laughs) But... You know, one thing we need to recognize, when people read the Word and they see things like this, they think, well, they were just special people. They weren't special people. They were just people in the church like you and I. That's that's who they were. And that's who we are. So these same things will happen when we take the initiative to hear from God Fellowship with God, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, fellowship in the Word, meditate the Word, and expect things will happen in our lives. Glory to God. Every time, every time, every time. (laughs) All the time, all the time, all the time. God is concerned about the smallest thing in your life. He is the smallest thing in your life to the largest thing in your life. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's it's the it's that moving of the Spirit that brings us into the understanding that we can do this. That we are to do this. God has given us all these promises and He said they're yours. But you have to take hold of them and begin to operate by what the Word is saying to you with the power of the Holy Spirit. And it is that promises that promise is alive in you and well. Hallelujah. And working. Yes. Glory, to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But we have to do our part. And you know, uh, unfortunately, really in, in the U.S. especially, you know, things have become so easy for everybody. And if it's not easy, then they don't want to do it. And this is the easiest thing you've ever done. You think it's hard, but it's not. It's easy. Just like you take the time to sit down, you get, you get excited about getting some kind of a new appliance. 
And you sit down and you read that manual so you have understanding of how that appliance, work, appliance works, how so it'll be effective for you as it's supposed to be. Well, that's the way the Word of God is. You should be just excited to sit down and read the Word and have understanding that this is what's going to happen when you apply this. You will have all these blessings. You will have all these things working in your life because you took the time to read the instruction book. Hallelujah. And operate in those instructions. How hard is that? Not hard. It's not hard at all. <laughs> Praise God. So, whew, my goodness. Praise the Lord. My, my, my goodness. <laughs> Don't you just, aren't you aware of the Spirit of God? Just talking about Him. I'm yeah. so aware yeah. of Him. Amen. So aware of Him. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, my spirit just gets to jumping. Yeah, I know. Just pray in tongues. Yes, we build ourselves up. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And we yield to Him. And He speaks to us. Gives us instructions that we can walk in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, don't you just love him. Don't you just love him. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I lift up my voice and I praise you. I lift up my voice to you, O oh Lord, and I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. For you are everything to me. You are my Father God. And that's how you talk to him. And then you're so aware that, yes, he is my Father. And the Father wants to, a Father wants everything for his child possible. Well, God has given you the possibles, and He wants them all for you. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Just read the instructions yeah. and do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. My husband used to have a sermon he taught on hear, see, do. You hear the word, and as you hear the word, you begin to see it, see how it's working by hearing, and then you can go and do it. Hallelujah. That's why it's important that we hear the word, that we meditate on the word, because as we meditate on the word, we can see it. Yes, I see that. It is working in my life. I can do that. Hallelujah. We can go do it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful? Aren't you thankful? So thankful. Can't be thankful enough. Seems like I'm always telling the Lord, I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. I can't say it enough, Lord, how grateful and thankful I am. We can never, ever lose our thankfulness to the Father God. Ever. Be thankful always. Be thankful always. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Thankful always. You know, the circumstances, you're not thankful for the circumstances. You're thankful, thankful that you know the one that can bring you through that circumstance with victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God, because you are a victor. Hallelujah. We are victors in Christ. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Do y'all know that song, I Love You, Lord, I Lift My Voice to Worship You? Can we sing that? Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. And I live. 